What is going on, nerds? I'm the man nerd, and I'm here with Steven Shred. As always, that is me. Here with Steven Shred, and we are Video Nerds. Video Nerds. And I had that on loop. So, we're video <laughs> nerds twice, and we are going to go into Across the Spider-Verse, the animated movie, the second in the series of three so far. That they're, They have not made the third one yet, but they will. Yeah, we're going to dive deep into this, this one. So, Stephen Shred, take us away, man. Take us away. All right. Uh, not going to lie, I was not... It's not that I disliked the last movie, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, but it didn't really catch my attention the way it did for other people. So it was a movie that I was just kind of one and done with. I watched it. I was like, that was cool. And then I never watched it again. So going into this one, I kind of felt it would be similar because I was just like, oh, you know, the last one was kind of like whatever's for me. And man, I really, really enjoyed this one. This one was really good. Yeah, I kind of think a little bit different on this one. The first <laughs> one was was better for me. This one, I liked it. It was really cool, but uh, it just felt like too much. Too much going on. Not enough focus. Could somewhat see that, but I feel like the general story was pretty uh, dead on for the entirety of it. But it's just there was a lot of moving parts around the central story. Yeah, yeah. Lots of moving parts, lots of different universes, of course. I like it, but the first one was definitely more uh, focused for me. Uh, straightforward. They were in one universe. They had these characters from other universes, and it stuck to the story. Uh, this one just seemed like it was trying to pull a lot together, which it did, but... It just, it felt like a l too long in between all this stuff to pull it together. Like the Miles Morales part of the beginning was a little bit too long for me. I know they wanted you to feel for the character and, and, and his growth and everything, and what he's struggling with compared to Gwen's, but it just felt way too long to me to actually get to the meat and potatoes of everything. I could see that, but I don't know. I felt like... It, it all kind of lined up with the uh, with the central ideal, and I kind of liked that Miles's story kind of took a backseat to this because this is really about the Spider Verse and not so much about one individual character, but how the one individual character fits into everything and how you know he stands out from everyone and is able to fix certain issues that not everyone else is able to. Yep, which we get the answer to that in this one towards the end. Yep, which uh, when we go over favorite parts, I am not going to be able to talk about favorite parts until uh, we get to spoilers. So we'll do that later. <laughs> well, but, until then, uh, you want to go into some ratings? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you lead because uh, my rating is going to be higher than yours. So, uh, or I think at least. <laughs> yeah, for me, I'm going, yeah, I'm going D10 to D12. I, I like it. I think as a series, this one's going to be a lead into the last one. And I'm hoping the last one just really hits hard. But uh, yeah, I think as as a trilogy, this is going to be really cool. Uh, the second one, man, it just 
maybe it'll change if I watch it again, but holy crap. Like, there was so much going on and, and a bunch of little cheesy parts, too. I was like, what, 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 why did you put that in there? But, you know, they, they've got to do a little bit of uh, the comedy, a little bit of the fan service there. Yeah. I'm going to go with a D12. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. But, yeah, there were some moments where it dragged on a little too long. And then a big thing, which I don't think is very very uh, spoilery because they're not used in any of the marketing or anything like that. But uh, none of the characters from the last one really came back as far as the other, the other spider people, as like except for Gwen Stacy, obviously. But... Yeah, I, I would have liked to see a little more follow-up and help from other people that we already know of instead of being introduced to a ton of other characters. Because then that just sets us up for the third one. It's like, oh, man, so now we got a whole cast from this movie and the last movie like that a yeah, lot. Yeah, <laughs> they kind of did that, but not really. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just one of those, oh, and this right at the end. Yeah, so that that was like my main thing. I would have liked to see maybe uh, a, a few peeks into like, oh, this is what uh you know the one that we're the one that was with us last movie. This is what they're doing now. Oh, and this other one. This is what they're doing now. We don't need to go through all of them, but you know, just a couple of them would be cool. And then um, you know, obviously, main things gonna revolve around Miles and Gwen, but. You know, I would yeah. I would have liked a little more continuation from the last movie, but I, I really liked it, and I I really liked um, the way that they did certain things. That's uh, yeah, that's my D twelve. I'll probably end up watching it again, uh, but I don't think it is D twenty material. No, not not quite. But uh, we'll see what the trilogy does. Maybe the trilogy is going to be a D twenty all the way. You never know. Yeah, we'll see. Or it could be a, you know, D4. Could go either yeah, way. it could. It could <laughs> pull a witcher on you. Yeah, so far, this is uh, multiverse done right in my eyes. This is like what the Flash wishes it could have done. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the Flash is horrible. The uh, No Way Home, I think they did that very well. Uh, it was a bit cheesy, a little bit over the top, but I still like that movie. A lot like of fan service in that movie. That was my main issue. A lot of things that... Because it's like, I'm all for things that work for the plot, but if we're in a greater arcing story, you know, like the MCU is, I don't like parts being brought in just to get a rise out of an audience, you know, fan service. Yeah. I, I don't like that if it's never going to come back, because I think it's kind of stupid, honestly. Like, And then on top of that, no, like, No Way Home pissed me off because they... They tease uh, Venom coming into the world at the end oh, yeah. of um, Venom 2. And then he's not in the movie. Yeah, yeah that, it's that like, come on, people. Off, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why do that? Yeah, it, it was... Yeah. I, I No Way Home was, like, really... <laughs> like, it, it hurt my love for the spider for the spider-man series that the mcu was doing because it was so fan service like hey remember this guy remember that guy remember that guy you remember this guy and then it, it played with the plot a little too much or the uh, plot points like you had to know peter parker to be brought into the world but not all of them did it, it was it was really weird yeah there yeah. was a lot of plot holes there there was a ton of plot holes yeah so i feel like this one did it a lot better 
because yeah, but with, with it those was potholes, they always go multiverse. That's why. Yeah, That's which is always answer. the biggest cop out. <laughs> like I think, like I I think this movie had the potential to like set up like a lot of dumb stuff like that, but they decided not to. So that was nice. They did but, bring you to unique universes, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. They they could have gone the whole like you know oh this is spider-man but this and had the entire movie be like that but i i I like the way that they did this it made sense for the plot and it made sense for the way that they're developing this as opposed to being like yo here here, here's this here's that which we definitely did get fan service in this movie but it was so like minor that it wasn't even a big deal to me okay before we get into you know pointing out some fan service which i want to do let's uh let's do this all right spoiler alert spoiler alert and if you guys ever knew that is actually my voice doing the spoiler alert so (laughs) hey spoiler alert for spoiler yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) and video nerds okay so Let's let's talk about that uh, that fan service. What I didn't like about the fan service was the live action stuff that they kind of threw in there. It just seems it just doesn't fit. Yeah, it it felt really weird. <laughs> yeah, don't do animation and live action. They put a little bit of Tobey Maguire stuff in there. They did the Donald Glover thing, which they should have just animated him. It yeah. was just strange. <laughs> and then uh, I I feel like. Because they had a scene in the beginning of the movie that was like a Lego world. Yeah, that. And I think they were trying to set us up with like, oh, this isn't even just animated. We get real wild with how it works. I think they set us up like that so that we could be like, oh, live action's coming. Because I don't think there was any live action stuff in uh, Into the Spider-Verse, right? No, it was purely animated. That's it. Yeah, just different styles, right? Yep. Yeah, like so. I, I think uh, I think they're trying to set us up for that. Which there there was a good amount. I I, I think there was fan service stuff of every Spider Man like live action. Uh yeah, I kind of threw almost all of them in there. Yeah, it, if even if it wasn't visual, they even talked about the newest one, the No Way Home. They yeah. kind of talked about Doctor Strange and Spider Man. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Like, I'm never a fan of fan service. I I feel like it needs to serve a greater purpose than just being there. Like, the way James Gunn did fan service in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, was like perfect to me. Because it's like, if you, it was like one of those things, like, if you know, you know. We're not going to put it in your face and like punch you with it. It's going to be like, oh, dude, I know what that is in the background. Like, and I one like, thing that I like, I like that. about fan service, like I think they did it perfectly, completely different genre, but <laughs> Top Gun Maverick, that was that was perfectly done in my mind. Like there was a lot of uh, things that they did this almost the same as the first movie, but it was it was not just trying to redo it. It was going with it, adding that to the story, making it better. I thought that was really well done. I still haven't seen that movie. <laughs> All right, we're going to have to do one. Did you see the original, though? Uh, when I was a lot younger, I watched the like, watched all the way through, but 
it's one of those movies that throughout my life I always like walk into the living room and it'll be on every once in a while. So I see it like in bits and pieces here and there, but I've only okay. seen it all the way through once. And I was right. like young. Well, that's going to have to be a two movie thing one day. <laughs> okay. So back to the spider verse though. What was your favorite part of this movie? Your, uh, let's say your, your favorite universe actually. Uh, well, we didn't actually get to see my favorite universe. So, well, the, the one the one that I wanted to see was uh, Penny Parker's. I wanted to see anime Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe next time. <laughs> we'll <Yeah>. see. <laughs> so, but as far as my favorite part, uh, my favorite part was actually the reveal that uh, Miles is not supposed to be Spider-Man. It, like, at all. Like, he was one of the... Uh, I forgot what they called him. It's not anomalies, right? Yep, it is anomaly because oh, it, it was? I, I remember thinking of that. Wow, that's just like uh, primeval. They call those yeah. portals anomalies. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that that was it was interesting to me because Miles Morales' story in the Spider Verse goes different than the, it typically does with uh, you know. His, his dad dying, uh, his uncle being Prowler. They kind of switched things around. And things switching around makes more sense now because it's not his Spider-Man story. Yeah, it was supposed to be Peter Parker, but that spider was from a different universe and bit him. Yeah, so then him going to the other... The universe that the spider was from to come to find that there's no Spider-Man there and that Miles Morales in that universe is actually the Prowler. That was like a cool reveal. I had a feeling that Miles Morales was going to be the Prowler as soon as like his uncle got all like weird about it. I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, he's Prowler. That's why the uncle's all like, like, what's up with this guy? This isn't Miles. But I, I really liked the idea that uh, the character we've been following isn't actually this like super like a uh, gifted chosen character it was just a complete accident and done in a way that uh we don't get the reveal until the end of the second movie like i, I like that yeah yeah and yeah the fact that they were trying to keep him separate still confuses me they were trying to keep him out of it you would think that they would go all you know sacrifice him for the greater good type of thing and try to fix it by taking him out of the equation yeah it super confusing stuff (laughs) as far as like the way it all works because wouldn't he start glitching out in his own universe well he is actually from his universe but what made him spider-man was not so the powers inherited wouldn't change anything then yeah, I think it just the powers wouldn't. Because when he went to the original universe of the spider, you would think that that might make him not glitch, but he was glitching, right? I guess that makes sense then. Yeah. Yeah, that part confused me. I was like, wait, uh, how? <laughs> yeah, so that, but that, that was my favorite part. What about you? What was yours? I would say that it is the introduction, the uh, Gwen Stacy story, because I really wanted to see that. 
I wanted to see what happened with Peter Parker, all that, and we got to see it without me even asking for it. So that was that was cool, and it it gave the well, I say this a lot, it gave Gwen a little more depth. And then you can see her struggles and the issues she's having with family and then why that pushed her away. So, yeah, that was, uh, you get to see the broody Gwen. Yeah. Which is funny because I didn't put two and two together because I'm dumb. Because, uh, like, as she was, you know, doing her character and everything, I've mentioned it before, but, uh... Haley Steinfeld has like the Ryan Reynolds thing where she kind of has a similar personality in everything she does. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, she really acts like a character that'd be played by Haley Steinfeld. And it is her. <laughs> <laughs> now that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. the I think the only thing I've ever seen her do where she doesn't have that personality at all is in um, Arcane. Uh, which one was she in Arcane? Was she? She's the older sister. Oh yeah, the brawler, huh? Yeah. What was her which, name? Uh, oh, I Vi. Vi. Yep. Which she does not act anything like she does in anything else, but everything else I've ever seen her, and she has that exact same personality. So like, <laughs> we were watching it, and I was like, huh, that's weird. And then I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, that's why it is her. <laughs> that makes so much more sense. Yeah. All right, let's uh let's jump into your least favorite character. Um I think my least favorite character would be like um the uh the AI thing that was helping them out. I think it was Lila. Yeah, that was annoying as hell. <laughs> and it's just like, man, like just stop, please. Pop quiz, <laughs> best AI helper in movie video games anything oh go. jarvis 100 percent. i gotta go cortana uh i don't know cortana's yep. shady man <laughs> she is shady that's why i like it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right so uh i'd say my least favorite character miguel the vampire future spider-man guy he's a dick I mean, true, but it, it's one of those things where it's like he has his reasons. He and has his reasons, Miles but he also made a big-ass mistake, too. Yeah, which makes it even more, uh, like, it, it makes more sense to me because it's like he made the mistake that he is, that he doesn't want Miles to make. So it's like, you know, he's seen what happens, so he doesn't want it, that to happen again. But the thing that the thing that I didn't like about his character is like, how come he's like this like vampire thingy, and we never got to see any of that? Yeah, we never got to see why, how, anything like that. Or even I mean, if he really was a vampire, they could have just been saying that. <laughs> yeah, but they they had that face shape change that one time. <laughs> yeah, we never got to see anything cool though. <laughs> yeah, and then it's his just claws. Like, dude, it's like, huh? yeah, I was expecting him to go full like monster mode and like go on the attack on miles he didn't really do that it was just kind of like little things here and there and just like mentions of things you know what i was scared of i was scared that he was going to say it's morbid time <laughs> he's like a morbius <laughs> spider-man clone <laughs> hybrid oh my god I would, I would just leave the discord call <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I I was I was ex kind of expecting him to do like the full um like transformation into like a monster spider and that's like his true form or something like that. Or like something like really monstrous and that's what would be the turning point because now he's like this like crazy like villain kind of thing that he had good intentions, but his like rage got to him, and now the spider people need to fight against him. I thought it was going to turn into that, but yeah, uh, just because yeah, not so much. Yeah, when you have like serious characters like that that are like hell bent on doing the right thing, quote unquote, that that happens, you know. Yeah, it's going to take over. Yeah, so I, I thought we were going to get that, but we didn't. So I was a little disappointed in that, and I was like, come on, man. You're, you're, you're hyping this up <laughs> yeah before we wrap this up let's we're so we're talking about the hero that might turn villain what about the villain what about spot played played by jason schwartzman what do you think of him it was an interesting villain because it's not a villain that i'm familiar with so that was kind of cool because uh, you know every spider-man ever has had their iteration of green goblin yeah. and uh you know we we Got a little bit different in MCU with uh, Vulture, and uh, you know they all the Spider like all the popular Spider-Man stuff have tried to do something different, but they always come back to uh, you know the classic Spider-Man villains. Yep. So it was the Sinister cool to, Six. <laughs> yeah. So it was cool to see something a little different, and it's one of those powers that like. Um, you know, it, it's very like, uh, it's very much one of those powers that's, it's nothing now. But if you think about it and you start developing it in certain ways, it is the most broken thing ever. And there is no way to combat it. And that's what it turned into in the end. His yeah, exactly. goofy ass power he can't control turned into this universe breaking thing. Yeah, where now he is like the biggest threat. <laughs> so it's like, it, it was cool. Like, it was cool to see stuff like that because I always like things like that. It's like it reminds me of um, Avatar: The Last Airbender. You have water benders, but then you have somebody who develops and gets the molecules of water that are in your blood and turns into a blood bender. You know, yeah, this like evil, sinister thing. And then fire bending that can turn into lightning. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Then earth bending that turns into metal bending. It's like. These like things which, you know, the 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 bending and everything like that is not underpowered at all. But the idea that if you were to train and do these things further and further, they turn into these like sinister, really, really powerful things that are hard to deal with, especially the blood bending, because you're legitimately controlling people. Yeah, and you know what? That reminds me of a book series that I read. I think it was four books. It would uh, it was called Superpowered. And in that there's these there's supers and i think they call them uh powers powered the powered have powers but they can't control them so they cannot develop them they can't do anything with them it's just kind of like a disability and then the other ones they can develop them they turn into heroes they go to special schools secret schools to develop their powers and the government tries this this drug this uh, I don't I don't remember if it was a drug or a procedure to help these powers control their powers. 
So they do it with a group of kids and then they send them to this college. And in this college, everybody knows that there are superpowered people there and they go to this special school, but it's completely secret and nobody knows who they are. They go to regular classes and they go to these super classes and they develop their powers, end up going to teams, all that. But the whole thing was every year they develop their powers more and more and more and learn how to use it in depth. And I thought it was super cool how the, their powers were like insignificant, but ended up becoming great. Hmm. Interesting. So I hope, I hope they adapt that to like an anime. That would be dope as shit. Kind of reminds me of um, the Jujutsu Kaisen thing. Like uh, yep. you have Jujutsu sorcerers who can control and manipulate curses. Then you have people who can only use cursed items but have the heavenly gifts. Hell it's yeah. just like even the heavenly gift people like Toji can just absolutely destroy people who can uh, manipulate and uh, control curses. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Cool movie. Excited for the third one. Hopefully they don't mess it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to uh, to see how the spot thing turns out and the crew. You get to see the old crew kind of just for a second. Uh, Gwen goes around, gets another wristband, goes to other dimensions, and putting together a crew of the the OGs from the first one, which they don't really say anything, you just see them in the background, and then uh, some of the new ones. Yeah, hopefully uh, the third one we get to see a little peek into what everyone else has been up to. Not necessarily everyone else, but, you know, some of the characters that we actually got to meet in the first one. It'd be cool to get a little more background. We don't need background yeah, on everybody. We got background on a few characters this time around. But, yeah, you know. but like you said, they focused on the two mains, and that's what they kind of did last time too, but it was uh, three of them that they focused on, including the the fat Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> all right well until next time we will uh we'll catch you all later nerds see ya